First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. Burrow's a smart dude, and Burrow is a cocky dude. He thinks he's the best quarterback in the world. Now, he's not, but he is the second best quarterback in the world. And he has the best receiver duo in the NFL. And that is part of what helps make him arguably the best quarterback in the world. And so because of endorsements and charisma and all of it, he knows that in a salary cap sport, he has to sacrifice a little bit right now. But in the aggregate of a 15-year career, he'll more than make it back. And so he's going to clearly defer money or take less money or take a bigger signing bonus and then not worry about his week-to-week game checks in order for his guys, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, to get paid, to get paid like top-of-market NFL salary cap deals because everybody other than the quarterback makes way less money. And it's a great it's a great move. It's savvy. It's great leadership. He'll get comped to Brady, which he loves. He'll take care of his dudes, which will engender him as the greatest leader in the locker room. And they all call him the best quarterback in football. Like it was such an obvious thing that we all should have seen coming. And he's very clearly going to do it. I think it's incredible that the NFL, the way that the sport is structured, that two things are happening here. You hit on the first one, that a guy is willing, who is top of the market value, to say, eh, like, we'll we'll work it out, and I'm still going to make a ton of money, but I'm not going to go for every last dollar. I think that that kind of goes against human nature. I think this is how a lot of these guys keep score. And yet he wants to have it both ways where he makes just enough money, where he's satisfied, but also gives his team the best chance to win, which is going to make him, I think, I think universally popular among fans. I think even well, fans of other teams are going to love that. Yeah. People eat it up whenever you leave money on the table. But my my guess is he's going to get the biggest like signing bonus. Well, in NFL other, history, because that the, doesn't count against the cap. The other one is the dude seems to be loyal about being in Cincinnati and doing this with the Bengals, which I know that's more common in the NFL than it is in say the NBA or Major League Baseball. But it's not like the Bengals had a good reputation. They, in fact, had a horrible reputation before he got there. The owner, Skinflint Ways, team that didn't prioritize winning, you know, team that just tried to do things on a budget, very thrifty organization, no out, no, no indoor practice facility, all of those things. Hadn't won a playoff game since the early 90s. Like, he's taken ownership of the team. That like that to me, if this were an NBA player, we'd be talking about him wanting to go play for one of the LA teams or one of the New York teams. And I just think it's I just think it's interesting that the NFL, the way that it's set up, that that's not even like that's not even top of mind for any of these guys. 
No one has done it. Not one guy has really wanted to do it, other than like Kirk Cousins in a very bizarre way. You know what? Like, you know what I mean? Well, like later in the career, you know, Rodgers and Favre and guys forced their way out. But that's but that's almost in a situation where the team that they were with doesn't really want them anymore. New England was ready to move on from Brady. Indianapolis was ready to move on from Peyton Manning. Green Bay was ready to move on from Favre and Rodgers. It's like the team needs to be on board with it for it to happen. You know, like no one really says, I'm just going to play out my five years, take a franchise tag or whatever for a couple of years, and then go to the highest bidder, go to open market. And I'm just stunned that no agent has said in the NFL, let's do that. Yeah, because I think that would be a paradigm shifting thing, Danny. Well, I mean, but there's, you know, short careers, high injury risk. Sure, but not as much with quarterbacks is my point. Yeah, not 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 as much. But Burrow is not going to be that guy because of Higgins and Chase. Like if if Burrow was awesome, and they never put anything around him, and they were still the Bungles, but he, I mean, his he had like the baddest ass quote of any player in the league last year. The window he said, thing. He said, "Our window is as long as I'm here." Yeah, loved that. that oh was my, so yeah. swaggy. Oh my God. Like, because he's like, I'm going to outlast Chase and Higgins so they can get paid for the first five years or whatever. No big deal. I'm going to be here for 15. Um, And he clearly believes it. And so, like, Mahomes also took a great deal for the Chiefs, right? He's the only guy who committed on like the 13 year deal or whatever it was because he knew that, like, couldn't get any better than having Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and and, and most and mostly Andy Reid, who wants the coach forever. And now all these other guys get paid more than him. And the Chiefs are like, well, no big deal. The cap keeps going up. We'll keep renegotiating. We don't want to embarrass you. We don't want you to be the 15th highest paid quarterback. And I think he's like ninth this year. But by the time opening day rolls around, he'll get like a $10 million raise and be right back up at the top. And they'll be totally fine because there's like a good working relationship between the Chiefs and Mahomes, like there clearly is for Burrow. And then to your point about what they used to be, it's proof that anybody can win. Like those two guys, the Chiefs didn't win a single game with a quarterback they had drafted since Marinovich in the 80s. And then Mahomes comes along, and they've got the best quarterback ever. And the Bengals were the Bungles, and they got Joe Burrow. Like, those two franchises give every team in the league hope. Every team. Every team.